Welcome to today's episode. The topics we will be covering is a pair of iconic Nike shoes could draw $150,000 at auction. And if you recall to work, you can still collect unemployment benefits and that extra $600 a week. And Target raises minimum wage to $15 an hour months before its deadline. A beat up pair of white waffle spike shoes that were handmade in the early 1970s are expected to fetch up to $150,000 at auction. And that price tag looks high, that's because these are no ordinary running sneakers. The sneakers are the first ever shoes created by Bill Bowerman, a Nike co-founder and the legendary track coach at the University of Oregon. So it be said that these shoes mark the first and only pair handcrafted by Bill Bowerman to ever appear at auction. The shoes were made for John Mays, a runner on Bowerman's track team, and have remained in his possession ever since. A second pair of Bowerman shoes live in the university archives at the Knight Library at the University of Oregon. Oftentimes, Bill would talk to me about a new company he was involved with. I didn't pay much attention to it at the time. One day, he asked me to help test a new sprint spike shoe he was designing. Of course, I agreed and was excited to be chosen, Mays told Sotheby's. Bowerman partnered with Phil Knight in 1964 to start Blue Ribbon Sports. They renamed the company Nike in 1971. The reason these shoes are so valuable is because they serve as the original template and first major innovation for the company. Today, the multi-billion dollar brand still uses that waffle design. Bidding for the special single lot online auction begins Wednesday and goes through June 26. Sotheby's said the shoes are among the most valuable pair ever offered at auction. Just last month, the auction house sold an autographed pair of Michael Jordan's Air Jordan 1s from his rookie season for a record-breaking $560,000. We felt the only appropriate way to follow up a sale of that magnitude was to offer something special that spoke to the history and legacy of Nike, said Bronman Watcher, Sotheby's Director of E-Commerce Development. States are reopening and millions of people have returned to work. In some cases, those workers may be able to continue collecting unemployment benefits. That pay would include both traditional state-level benefits and the $600 a week enhanced benefits funded by the federal government. The U.S. economy added 2.5 million jobs in May, a surprising turnaround that economists largely attribute to Americans who've been furloughed from their jobs being recalled as states loosen their rules around business closures. However, around 30 million Americans are still collecting unemployment benefits, according to the Labor Department. Workers can continue getting a partial unemployment check if they're recalled on a part-time basis, but full-time workers aren't eligible. They will get a smaller unemployment check than if fully unemployed, since benefits are supplemented by job wages. There are two ways that this can occur via work-sharing program or reduced unemployment insurance benefits. Now here are the pros and cons. The former is generally preferable to the latter, according to experts. 
For example, partial unemployment benefits generally require a more substantial reduction in work hours for an individual to be eligible. Access may therefore be limited for some. The rich man also often pays less handsomely than work-sharing programs due to differences in how a state calculates benefits in each program. But there are caveats. While all states offer partial unemployment benefits, work-sharing programs are only available in around half of the U.S. states, and even then, an employer must offer the program to its workers for them to enroll. In both programs, workers get a substantial, though temporary, financial benefit. Along with a reduced state unemployment check, they would receive the extra $600 a week authorized by the CARES Act, and that enhancement may allow workers to make more than their full-time salaries via these arrangements, though the extra pay is scheduled to end after July 31st. Work-sharing programs. Work-sharing programs, also known as short-time compensation or shared work programs, are offered through one's employer. They allow businesses to reduce hours by anywhere from 10% to 60% for a group of employees. The arrangement helps businesses to avoid laying off workers by letting them reduce worker hours instead. And these workers receive a prorated unemployment benefit from the state to compensate for lost wages. For example, a worker whose hours are cut 50% would get half their typical state unemployment check and the $600 weekly federal unemployment enhancement in addition to their wages. And employers must submit a plan to their state and have it approved before workers can start receiving benefits. The partial unemployment benefits. Partial unemployment benefits are more complicated and rules vary significantly between states, experts said. Generally, workers must have their full-time hours cut considerably, more than the maximum 60% for work-sharing programs to be eligible, according to Susan Hausman, research director at the W.E.Upjohn Institute for Employment Research. You have to be earning very little, she said. To be eligible, workers must generally make less money per week from a job than they'd otherwise be receiving in state jobless benefits while fully unemployed, said Michelle Evermore, a senior policy analyst at the National Employment Law Project. For example, the average American gets $378 a week in state unemployment benefits. Eligibility for partial unemployment benefits would generally mean making less than that from a job. This isn't the case in all states, however, Evermore said. And this Situation could be much different in a state like Louisiana, which only pays unemployed workers up to $211 a week. Benefit formulas for eligible workers also aren't prorated as they are with work-sharing programs and are typically less generous, Husband said. The generosity doesn't impact workers as much, however, between now and the end of July due to the extra $600 a week in federal aid, she said. Workers must apply for partial benefits, unlike with a work-sharing program, where the employer applies on the employee's behalf. And Target said Wednesday it is, it is raising its minimum wage to $15 per hour and will give all hourly employees a one-time bonus of $200. The $2 per hour raise will apply to employees at stores and distribution centers beginning July 5th. And Target had temporarily raised its wages by $2 an hour in March, as basically the C-word cases rose. 
The bonuses, which recognize part-time and full-time employees' work during the pandemic, will be paid out at the end of July, according to the company, which has more than 350,000 employees and nearly 1,900 stores across the U.S. And Target's announcement is the culmination of several years of raising employee pay. Three years ago, the retailer announced a plan to increase its starting hourly pay from $10 to $15 over three years. It raised the minimum wage to $13 an hour last June and pledged to raise it to $15 an hour by the end of 2020. The company is extending benefits it began offering during the whole thing, including free backup care for employees' children or needy adults through August, free mental health counseling, and 30-day paid leave for employees at higher risk of the C-word. Starting this week, it added a new benefit. All employees can get free access to virtual doctor visits through the end of the year, even if they do not get health insurance through Target. The change in minimum wage will effectively give a raise to about 275,000 of its employees, the company said. Employees in some cities, such as New York City and San Francisco, already had wages of at least $15 an hour. Target is one of the retailers that kept its stores open to sell essential items from groceries to toilet paper during stay-at-home orders. As employees continued to come to work and took on new tasks such as sanitizing and frequently restocking shelves, Target announced a temporary pay increase of $2 an hour to at least $15 in March, and it was extended through July 4th. Target's margins have been under pressure from the pandemic-related expenses, along with added labor costs, and the company sold fewer high-margin items such as apparel and accessories in the first quarter. And customer shift to online shopping cut into profits too, as the company had to ship more items to homes or get them ready for curbside pickup. The sources for all these are in the description. Get a free stock worth up to $500 by joining Robinhood. You can learn the four steps to make money online below using your phone and a computer in a PowerPoint presentation. You can automate your investing with Acorns where they just round up your everyday purchases and you can put it into index funds. And you can create the best landing pages and sales funnels using ClickFunnels. And feel free to become a master of your money by going to 40inbox.com. Feel free to watch more episodes right here. Check out some money playlist because we talk about money, anything money related. And feel free to DM us stories or news articles on Instagram at 40inbox. And feel free to give your thoughts into the comment section. And if you like this sort of stuff, feel free to hit the like button. See you in a future episode.